Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Esperance in front, Helvorsen's got through and is charging. Helvorsen moves up to Esperance. Helvorsen takes Esperance. Helvorsen won the last from Esperance. David Taggart strikes at big odds. That's paid better than $15, Helvorsen. It came storming through the middle. And David Taggart strikes at big odds. That's paid better than $15. And Tags has bookended the card, Simon. Yeah, well, it's actually, Jared, I'll take over from him, mate. It's, it's, it's not how you start the carnival, it's how you finish it off. Okay. $15 winner. He was climbing all over the backs of these uh, the, these front runners, Hal Voss and Andy Mallion was. And as I said, he wasn't down here for a holiday, but uh, finished off with a $15 winner. How good is this racing caper? Oh, good morning, everybody. What a way to start. What a way to finish the program for Cup Week, David Taggart, a nice little $16 winner there with Hell Vorson as I welcome uh, Big Paddy and David Taggart. Uh, Big Paddy, of course, one of the favourite sons of uh, the grammar there on St Kilda Road, the great Melbourne grammar, but David Taggart uh, wearing the crown this morning, as he should be, after bookending uh, the card on final day and... Uh, Fifteen or sixteen dollar winner the last race yeah. eh? got you up and about yeah, didn't it? Two rider did mm-hmm. scoop, I, I, and I didn't know that that was coming too. And oh. and what about that? The third wheel of the odds couple was trying to say, oh, Esperance was home at a hundred at the hundred meter mark. I said he was never ever going to beat Al Borson. Uh, generally, generally in a live broadcast, uh, whether it be television or radio, when someone actually throws to someone, they pick it up. It, it, I haven't sort of no, seen that no. takeover of a show before. Oh, don't be worried about that, Jared. It's coming back to me. Oh, I've tapped that winner. Just took it over. It took the yeah, place over. All about mate. And so I should have too, Scoob, after tipping. And it ended up paying about $17. So oh, good nice, nice morning, little show, anyway. <laughs> you can uh, You can bet your bottom dollar. Well, as you said there, to exit uh, yours truly was pulling the tail of Esperance because I... Uh, I backed him, but no, boys, I was at the boxing last night. Second again, eh, Paddy? Very, very, very excited. It made me think. Imagine if we had a little code war in here between uh, yourself and I, Tags, a little little bust. No, up. no, you'd win that one. I, I tell you what, I'd, I've only got one punch would, in me. Would, would, <laughs> would we be in the heavyweight category? What do you reckon? No, 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 no I'll be in the mental light category, but I, I reckon I've only got one punch left in me, yeah. so it'd have to be a good one. You're a bit of toxic. Masculinity there, do you think, uh, Big Paddy? Not at all. Over the old Melbourne Grammar boys, a bit of uh, toxic masculinity. I reckon Paddy would hit like a vegan. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Bit of wet lettuce just slapping around. How have you recovered from Cup Week, gentlemen? It was it was a long week long week for me, uh, you know, with with what I I go through and, and especially having to do the form. In what do you mean with what you go through? Uh, well, Tell just, us what you the, go through. Yeah, well, I don't like going. Well, well I'm in chronic pain every day of the week, so getting no, no, out well, of the I races. I thought you were talking more the form. And, no, well, getting to the races. And I, and you I came spent, by chopper each day. Yeah, what are you whinging about? Not the point though. It's still walking through the crowds, weight bearing, and having to sign oh, autographs three, on the way through. Three security guards around you. This is yeah, life. People, tags, people want my autograph too, so it makes it hard. So it takes me. It takes me longer than the normal person to get to the so you're saying to the broadcast box. You're, you're, you're losing contact with the common man. That's your problem. Any, anyway, but and then doing the form in between, and yeah, it took its toll. And and uh, yeah, we've still got two more meetings to go. We've got today, 
Ballarat next week. Can't wait for Ballarat Cup Day. And then I'm ready for the paddock. I'm going over to Hong Kong in December for the internationals. Oh, yeah, for yeah, the international so, races. So Paddy will have to fill over for, for one of the weeks. Do you, yes. do you opt for uh, when you're at the airport tags? Do you know how they get those little um, the little shuttles with the, the yes, old yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Do you opt for one I of get them on and it, get yeah. sort of carted through the terminal? Because nine times out of ten, my my flights are all, it's the end it's it's the end baggage and all the end uh, terminal okay. so yeah long walk for me interesting okay. big uh, big hour this morning on the odds couple uh, Jai McNeil joining us uh, a little later on out of the H thirty news Jai's got a full book of rides at Sandown today. And just a reminder, SEN is live from the Zipping Classic at Sandown, thanks to McDonald's smooth barista-made coffee from McCafe, available 24-7, of course. We'll be uh, live from midday out there at Sandown. No Katie Price today, unfortunately. What? Uh, no, no Katie Price. Uh, Why? She, well, she needs, needs a bit of a rest. You know how you wanted the paddock after after Ballarat Cup? You were saying, I'm going to the paddock. Katie's just gone a little bit earlier to the paddock. Yeah, I need it now, but I, I push on. Yeah, correct. And that's the difference between you and Katie. Yeah, true. Yeah, you push on. Katie sort of, you know, had the week on the telly. And, sort and, of... and, and funny, after we left Cox Plate Day... Talk about entourage. Yeah, Katie was... Oh, yeah. She was leaving with... Oh, yeah, she loves a bit of an entourage. Yeah, Katie. she was leaving, yeah. Actually, talking of television and Katie Price, your thoughts on the coverage uh, of Cup Week at Channel 10. First time they've done the Cup for a long, long, long time. You might let us know on the speckle text machine, 0433 98 11 16. 0433 98 11 16, the speckle text machine. How would our listeners know? The channel... They would have been listening to SEM. Yeah, but they well, might have... Might have had the sound down on the telly and us up. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah, well, that's what we did, and so we got no coverage of Channel Ten. Well, I, I don't know how. It well, went. every time Katie came on the well, telly, see, you said, "There's Katie, there's yeah, Katie. Katie." Yeah, but that's all. Yeah. So you did see the coverage? Oh, briefly. Yeah. But there were people at home that, with you know, may have had the sound up for a little while, oh, okay. particularly after the last on final day. Yeah. And they've watched a bit of the coverage and haven't, you know, listened to us or let us, you know, sort of invade their. Because there, there was plenty of winners final day, wasn't there? Uh, they've, gone the, they've gone the whole audio-visual works, David. What did no, you guys think of the... Well, uh, I, I was what a, did you think of the TV coverage, So I'm actually probably a good person to ask. That's why I, I asked you. I was, a, I was a little bit disappointed, in fairness. I think I, I'm a big fan of all the colour and all that sort of jazz that the cup brings, and I wouldn't change it for the world, but I just think there was a little bit too much emphasis uh, from that, from Channel 10, and when it got back... When it got down to the nuts and bolts of the actual racing, uh, I thought that was sort of second fiddle to what they were trying to do. One thing that they did do during every single race, and I think people will vouch for this, is that the, the horses would jump and then they'd go to a bloody jockey cam after the first 50 You didn't metres. like the jockey cam, did you? I, but the jockey cam was on the screen for a good sort of six, seven seconds, and that is a crucial part of the race when yeah, you're, trying to, see, you're trying to see where your horses yeah. are settling and you're on the back of a 40-to-1 pop just on a, on a point-of-view camera, which just gives you no insight whatsoever so i didn't like that there's a few other little things during the race you didn't get the names you didn't get the sectional times but yet you had a clock up in the top right corner so a little bit frustrating i i, I didn't like it so i just i just changed back over to uh racing.com and and off we go mm, interesting yeah. I, on the coverage we had in our box our sen box um that was frustrating when they jump and they'd go to that jockey cam yeah, yeah. Every, every time, you know, every race. Um, 
I, I found that frustrating. Because it was about 100 metres after the jump, wasn't they? And then yep. they go, yeah. And I know Dr Turf, when Channel 7, he, he wasn't a fan of the the under-the-rail one at half at the half mile mm. for about the same for that two or three seconds because you lose your position and, and you and just want to see where how a horse, especially early after the jump, you just want to see where your horse... Some jockeys are still trying to get from three off to one off and, and trying got, to settle their mouth. you got to remember what the commercial networks are trying to do. Yes. Now, they're not, they're not actually professing to us the, the hardened race goal. We're going to watch anyway because yep. we, we want to watch some coverage of the Melbourne Cup if we're not at the races. So we'll either watch it on racing.com or we'll watch it on 10. We'll, we'll get a feed whichever way we can. The commercial networks, you know, part of their job is to entice new people to the racing industry. That, yeah. So that under cam, under rail shot and also that jockey cam shot to the uninitiated, for want of a better way of putting it, someone yeah, learning about correct. the game, that's a really exciting shot. So so there's a you've got to have a little bit of give and yeah. take there. It's not, you know, to that to harden punt of turf, you might, you know, oh, I want to watch, well, yeah. you know, stiff cheddar turf. You know, the whole thing isn't about you and what you you have to have because you've had a bet on a horse. This is about sh- showcasing the industry to a number of other yeah, people. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you just got to be careful in laying the boots into commercial networks because they have a... A magazine audience, if you like, not just the hardened. Right. They're TV, trying to do their best uh, racing at the end of the day. Mm, yeah. They certainly are, certainly are. But the crowds were down during the week. Ah, now, I know we did, we don't get out and about and sort of get that feel for it. But I, you, you had a feel, you know, on arriving and leaving in traffic and arriving in traffic. You're thinking, hang on, this is not as busy as mm. usual. I saw a photo, maybe race two, as the chopper shot um, on Oaks Chopper. It probably was on Oaks Day. And there was no one in the... Very little people in the stands. Yes, the horses were sort of not even in the yard or anything, but you'd still expect to see a little bit of, um, you know, commotion and stuff like that on the track. And it was just... It just looked a little bit flat. Yes, weather... um, Was ordinary from pillar to post. I mean, enough rain... Well, the only cup day was 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 the nice day. Still was a little bit touch and go, though. Yeah, but as a perspective, if women are getting doled up and they go derby day and we... Constant rain. By Oaks Day, when it's raining again, they just put their hands up and go, "Oh, what's the point going?" And I, and I reckon these numbers. I don't reckon we we got the numbers. I reckon these oh. numbers are a little bit mixed due to the fact. I reckon they sell the tickets and then they say, "Well, give them the entry straight away," even though they're not there. Oh, okay. So you're saying, you know, pre-sale tickets. TikTok of the turnstile as they come in is not not the case. You're saying they're the pre-sold tickets and you reckon there was eighty thousand there Derby Day. I haven't known a worse week for the Spring Carnival. Yeah, I've known some worse days, yes, and probably yeah. Melbourne Cup last year was one of them. Vanderham. Um, yeah, Vanderham. <laughs> yeah, consistent poor four days. I haven't seen that before. And, and it was a consistent four, yeah. four days. Even Cup Day, you, you got up in the morning, you looked down and thought, you know, will I or won't I? How it's about I right, the barbie yeah. out the back and we'll watch this on the telly because mm. we could get poured on here. Mm. Yeah, but then it became a nice day and we didn't have a worry, mm. but... Yeah, mm. yeah, you're right. I but think Derby it, Day was a shocker. Oaks Day was as bad as Derby as bad, Day. It just yep. kept, you know, dribbling and rain. So, so was there. Final Day. And final Day was 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 exactly the same. So, I can understand they're 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 down a bit. And also, you're not going to have the crowds that we used to have in the old days. You know, you used to get 110,000 to Cup Day, and, because you know, occupational health and safety and all those sort of things. Now, well, one other thing, we no longer have a Winks going around. We don't have a, a pin-up horse. Which, how much? Extra people did a horse like Winks bring into the bring into the track. I know she wasn't racing on Cup weeks uh, 
of years gone by. But Black caviar was. I know, yeah. but we don't. We, we don't. But, yeah, we the didn't have that, yeah. that pin-up horse. We all thought it might have been Mystic Journey if she went through undefeated, mm. but we didn't have it. Um, yeah, so that that could be another. As another another thing is, and I said it before, I'm all for the colour and the the flavour and the fashion and all that sort of jazz. But do you reckon there's somewhere in this sort of VRC strategy that there's maybe a little bit too much emphasis on that side of things rather than giving back to more the horse and focusing it more on the horse to appeal to that it's, amount It's of been like that since the 90s. Whether it's too much emphasis of, of the viewing type, where you said there was a lot of it on Channel 10, mm. but it's always been like that and it's always been out the back. So you had the best of both worlds. The horse people go and see the horses, the fashion go go to the other end of the, of the Flemington Strait. So, mm. yeah. I... I I think the one thing racing continues to prove to us, and we keep thinking that the gimmicks of the go, you know, that the VRC had the park this year. Now, I, I hear that was good and was fun. You know, obviously, they've got the birdcage and they've got the domain and the nursery, these different areas. But you, you, can, you can have all of that entertainment. Still, the bottom line is you've got to have the backbone of the entertainment, and that's the horse. Mm-hmm. And, and we haven't had a showcase horse for a little while, and, and I still think the horse makes it. Uh, you know, the last four Cox plates were made by Winks. Yeah, 100%. You know, um, the, the the three most popular years that people talk about the Melbourne Cup were made by Maccabi Diva. Mm. And so the, the horse is still the, the key ingredient to get that last probably 10% of people through the gate to say, hey, I'm going to go and watch Winks today, make history. Mm. I want to I be there to watch this history. So we didn't have a horse that was that was going to, to, to sort of... You know, take the front and back page this year. None of them come to mind to me of that level. That's what I was. That's yeah, exactly on. what I was saying. Yeah, exactly. Had no Mystic, Mystic Journey, journey yep. have won all her races in the lead up to the Cox Plate, all of a sudden she's going the for cult, undefeated. Yeah. She would have been going for what fifteen on the trot, sort of thing. All of a sudden we're going, hang on, is this the new Winks? Yeah. So you're right. You're right, Scoob. And as you say, the the years of Winks and Black Caviar, you got people of all ages, whether they're four- and five-year-olds that wanted to go the races to 85, so it was good for racing. Let's get a new stand-up horse then, I reckon. What do you say? Yep. Um, from four Travis piece, on the Speckle Text Machine, the under-rail shot is the Hollywood movie shot. The Hollywood movie Hollywood shot. Movie See, shot. there you go, Turfy. From uh, Travis. And uh, Joe, oh, actually, this is interesting. It's Mummy's Day again, Simon. Once again, we'll be bringing Val to Sandown. Looking forward to your call and your tip for the last. Um, that's... Uh, ah, last year, yeah, yes. Yeah, Joe. Got the winner for Joe last year. What was that, Mum? 33 to 1? Or was that the 33 oh, to 1 pop? Or, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Something Princess? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> I, good memory people have. Yeah, they certainly yeah. have a good memory. All right, um, I hope uh, Hummer's got a good memory from uh, Sportsbet after a, a big week uh, on the punt during Cup Weeks. Time to be acting him now. On 1116 SEN, a Sportsbet update. Check out Sportsbet's new Same Race Multi this spring racing carnival. Combine selections from the same race in one bet for bigger odds. Gamble responsibly. Plenty of other sport other than racing happening. Uh, Hummer and basketball, uh, oh, plenty going on over in the US and here. Morning to you, gentlemen. We've actually, it's actually been a, a quite a week on the, the sporting front. Time to lick our wounds from a uh, very tough Bring a tea, what I am hurting. Tell you another thing. If you uh, didn't get to the boxing last night, I highly recommend it. I will not miss another boxing event in Melbourne. I was that impressed last night. Uh, got some basketball going around today. Ben Simmons is back in action for the 76ers. They had a lean couple of games without him. He's back. 
and they are favourites to beat OKC today. A dollar fifty-eight. The Thunder two dollars thirty-nine. I think Philly are going to do this one easy. So maybe have a look at the handicap. We've got the line set at three and a half points. We'll just get you a little bit more bang for your buck at a dollar ninety-one. Now the big test, the first test of the summer, kicks off. On Thursdays, you expect Australia very, very short. 85% of the cash into $1.27. Now, Pakistan, well, if you like throwing your money away, maybe have a look at them at $7.30. The draw will get you $7.80. But I've had a look around. I've had a sniff for some value. We've got Steve Smith at Man of the Match at $4.33. Now, if that is not the easiest, $4,000 percent return on your investment i don't know what is so just load up on that load into the aussies it's a big big summer kicks off on thursday gamble responsibly good on you Hummer. nice to be chatting to you on the odds couple and you can check out sports bets new same race multi combine selections from the same race in one bet for bigger odds and of course gamble responsibly on SEM, the odds couple with simon o'donnell and david taggart 23 minutes after 8 o'clock, uh, you're with the odds couple. Thanks to Sportsbet, being great supporters of ours, uh, Sportsbet, and that's where the great man, uh, the, one of the favourite sons of the great grammar school there in St Kilda Road, uh, Big Paddy, he's a, he's a Sportsbet man, Sportsbet Melbourne grammar man, very mm. proud Melbourne grammar of Paddy and his achievements thus far in his life. Thanks, Scoobers. It's heartwarming. Uh, interesting. Means <laughs> <laughs> a lot to Damn me. <laughs> Interesting uh, activities coming out of the Melbourne Cup and the extra analysis on those cup runners and, and the X-ray machine and CAT scan machine that now is is uh, checking the horses that they're they're A-OK to run the Melbourne Cup. We're greeted with the news in the last 48 hours that Mamello, who was scratched from the Melbourne Cup because some uh, controversially some, as well. Well, controversially, according to the trainer, that you know those. Um, bone changes had been there for years and years, although they were just bony changes. They weren't, you know, starts of a, uh, start of a, a fracture in any shape or form. Uh, he was overruled by the by the pitchers and the veterinary uh, services of Racing Victoria, and the horse was scratched. Is that new technology that they've got to yeah, do I, that? Well, I think it is. Yes, it is. It's it's okay. more. Have they got it right? Then? Dynamic. You know, it's it's okay. getting a it's getting a clearer picture yeah. of what's there. I think I read but now there. he's now been retired, Marmelo, and is going to stud in France. Well, there's got to be something wrong. Yeah. Well, I think they're saying it's something like. There's one of two in the world that the VRC sort of got their hands on the, the overarching CT scan. But the interesting thing is that they only were doing it for the international horses. So you've got Rostropovich, who was a local horse, trained locally, and that's the one which has come out of the race with an injury. But That was a hip injury, though. Fractured hip. You're not, they're not still, pelvis, yeah, so... Still, though, you, what I'm saying is, you know, you... They're not scanning the, the whole body, though. But the ramifications it? of it... Like Marmelo, the trainer said, no, Marmelo's sound. You would expect Marmelo to go back and race, but obviously they've said, well, hang on, it's now too risky mm. because if he doesn't mm. break down or something goes amiss, and we've been told that he wasn't right, you know, the, the risk there on the trainer and the owners and, and to the riders of that horse, I, I think they had actually nowhere else to go. But the legal ramifications horse. if something happened. Correct, mm. yeah. correct. You know, so uh, th- that, that ongoing is going to be extraordinary for, for horses in a Melbourne Cup. If they're pulled out of the race, it... it it potentially is the last race yep. they will ever run in their lives. Wow! Yeah, well, well it have to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that that, that discussion is going to be a, a long and hard one over the journey towards the next Melbourne Cup. Mm. There's a lot of English 
a lot of the English stayers I don't think will come because they're saying, well, hang on, if, if we think everything's right and we have this test before they come over and then they come over and it, it's proven, no, 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 th- this looks further into it and you're scratched and the horse never races again, they won't, they won't come. They'll get that test done at home. So yeah, oh, before, there's a question yeah, mark where yeah, we well, get into the field. We're not even coming. Yeah. Well, they're saving 150000 aren't you? So it's going to be very interesting to see how that very, rolls out uh, in time. Very interesting to chat to Sam Highland this morning. Of course, with thanks to Racing Queensland, one expert tips, racingqueensland.com.au has got you covered. It's a very good morning, of course, to uh, our man up north, Sammy Highland. G'day, Sammy. Good morning, Simon. Yeah, it's stunning morning this morning. The sun is out. It's going to be warm today, I tell you. Is it? And we've got a good day uh, at the Sunshine Coast. So it's... Uh, Nine races? New races. Yeah, a couple of new races on today. The Malulabar Cup and the... Uh, and and the sprint race is uh, it's going to be a beauty. They, they won't rock, they won't muck around in that in the Swiss Ace Plate. So it's, uh, it's worth yeah, a bit of money, be, isn't it, uh, Sammy? Good race. The Mulula Bar Cup's worth a bit of money, isn't it? The Mulula Bar Cup tax is worth one hundred and five thousand wow. dollars. So not to be sneezed at, is mm, it? It's a drink. It's a drink. Mm. It's a drink, as they would say. And uh, yeah, but I think we'll get the money early today or. We should kick it off early in race two, number six, So Dapper for John Simons and Sheila Latson. I tell you what, this horse, he is an absolute beauty. He looks like So You Think. He's by So You Think, so that's no surprise. And I tell you what, getting to the 1800 today, he will love it. Um, he was, when he, he you know, he, he, last time around, or sorry, when he won first up over the 1400, uh, he wasn't entitled to win there, and uh, he had a tough enough run. He overraced, did a few things wrong. Then he was better into his uh, third start where he won last time around. Again, followed up with a good win at the mile, and then uh, getting to the 18 today. I think uh, Larry Cassidy will just have him sweeping down the outside. It's a race with a bit of depth in it. What, so, race, uh, what race was that, Sammy? It's in race two, number six. You know so, what? My, my best comes up in that. Does it? What, what are you on? Dawson Diva. <laughs> yeah, well, she's the class. She she's the class horse in the race. She's a good mare, isn't she? And she obviously ran second in the Oaks. Looks like we'll be having race. a milkshake on it, mate. She's a good winner uh, at Eagle Farm, but let's hey, let's have a box of mangoes on it. Okay. Let's have a box of mangoes on it, Jake. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a new adopted like Queenslander. <laughs> box I'm of mangoes. Like a real Queenslander. <laughs> right. What? A Sammy, exciting an exciting week uh, in Queensland. Racing Queensland said that they'll chuck some extra money into late season juvenile races. How's that uh, landed up there? Yeah, it's really good. It's obviously uh, welcomed. You know, it's going to. Um, you know, the summer carnivals, you know, obviously kicks off today and it's, it's going to, uh, you know, and it revs up uh, throughout December and then uh, sort of finishes off with the magic means. But then uh, the winter carnival getting a bit of a boost as well. So it's it's good to have, you know, two important times of the year for, for Queensland racing. And uh, yeah, it's obviously been well received and it'll be good to see, you know, a few more horses uh, coming from up from down south uh, up here and and featuring over the carnivals, obviously, Bow uh, and Declare won the Tats Cup and goes back to Melbourne and wins the Melbourne Cup. So it's good this Queensland, son. OK, uh, Sammy, we wish you well up there today with the nine races at the uh, at the sunny coast and we look forward to chatting you to you this afternoon from uh, Sandown. Thanks, guys.
Good on you, Sam Highland, joining us there from Queensland. And for horse, jockey and trainer profiles, find it all at racingqueensland.com.au. And before we uh, go to the newsroom, uh, David Taggart, uh, the candy man has to win today at the Sunshine Coast. Too classy, says John. He also Ooh, likes... Best of luck, Johnny. Tarzan in race seven. Ooh. Up there. Yeah. I haven't done a lot of form. Sammy's your man to go to, but I, I, my best, as I said, I've already mentioned, is already up there. So. Can you give us a Tarzan hey? thump as well, mate? I'll no, 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 no. I'll, I'll do the stop. monkey. I've got to stop laughing at my own gags. Let's go to the news. <laughs> On SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. 37 minutes to 9 o'clock on the Odds Cup. Just a, a little bit of uh, something that's off script. I've just been watching one of our monitors in here, and Rafael Nadal, do we know what tennis tournament he won overnight? Anyone know? No. Well, he won a tennis tournament. And they presented him with the trophy, and he had the trophy, he was holding up, and they were all taking photos of him, and he bit the handle with a big smile. And they were feeding him. The cameras went off 234,000 times, and he's eating the handle of a like a, a cup, yeah. a silver yeah. cup. Well, this one? Big silver cup. Four and a half million US, probably. But what's the idea of biting the handle? Uh, can, you, can you tell he, me that? He marches to the beat of his own drum, old Raphael. Yeah. I'll tell you who I reckon will be biting the handle of the Melbourne Cup when he wins his first one, and that'll be Jai McNeil, who's got a full book of rides out nice at segue. Sandown. Oh. Yeah, it was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, very good. Lovely bit of planning in the news very there. <laughs> Would have been nice if I got some support from you, Bakes, about what the tournament was he won. But uh, we know what Jai's up to this afternoon. He's going to be trying to ride a, a full book of winners out at uh, Sandown, and he joins us this morning on the Odds Couple. Jai, good morning to you. Morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Busy day for you, young man. Have you been up riding track work this morning and we've just woken you up out of a little siesta, I reckon? You're a little bit deep-voiced for uh, for you at this time of day. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, my morning voice. No, but um, I got up and did a few gallops at Sandown earlier this morning, so um, trying to get a step ahead of everyone. A deck good? Good deck out there? Yeah, fantastic. I did um, the riding gallop on the fence and... There was a bit of moisture in the ground early, so um, hopefully in for a good day's racing. And and you and you got Jide's tags here, mate. You only got to ride 54 today. How's that for a battle with you? Do you have to go and and you, after our interview here, will you have to go off and, and shed a couple of pounds? No, I'm pretty good tags. I, I'm pretty light, so um, I'm I'm one of the fortunate ones. But uh, I'm able to have a coffee and regroup and do a bit of form, and then um, I'll head off to the races. A couple of pounds. Couple of, that's what we call it, pounds, yeah. Even though it's half a kilo, yeah, you say, oh, I've got a couple of pounds to do. I don't know, for some reason we're talking pounds, you know. Yeah, you got a two-pounder. You're pounder. talking pounds, do I? Uh, pounds is a bit old for me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Joy. Thanks for joining the odds couple here on SCM. <laughs> it's changing pace slightly, uh, Joe. This is Paddy here, mate. Um, you were obviously involved in a, a fairly high-profile jockey change uh, this spring and it's sort of been the flavour of the month. How did you take it personally when you got the call saying that you won't be riding uh, Kingswood Dream? Um, obviously, initially, dis- a little bit disappointing, but for me, I, I never really um, knew that I was going to be riding him anyway. I was just fortunate enough that I was able to pick up the ride in the Turnbull, and um, yeah, I was grateful for the success that I already had. And did it give you one of the all-time thrills, booting home KWD in that Turnbull? Yeah, absolutely. That was um, first grade one. Definitely a moment I'll never forget. You always remember your first, Paddy. Uh, well, I'm still trying to 
chase that dream, Tags. Uh, what's, what's your best out there today? Uh, you're on one of my favourite horses in the Zipping Classic, Ventura Storm. Joy, if you can win on that, feeding him, you're, you're better than Roy Higgins, Damien Oliver, um, Hugh Bowman and any of the greats uh, put together. George Moore, the whole lot. Jeez, I'll be trying hard now, Simon. Oh, mate, <laughs> seriously, Ventura Storm. And and you're on a little horse called Lavendi. Hang on, could he answer oh. that question first? He said he'd be okay. doing his best. Oh, well, well, how would you answer it? Seriously. Or how would you answer it? <laughs> well, you don't want to insult the horse or haze, do you? Why, I so you've got did. to tiptoe around it. Oh, I'd never tiptoed around <laughs> it. Can't stand the yeah, horse. But Lavendi makes a comeback here uh, 12 months after injury. Joe, have you actually had a sit on him uh, leading up to this? Yeah, I have tags. I trolled him on Monday at Cranbourne, and um, he just had a, a softish sort of trial with a, um, you know, with a nice enough sort of hit out to head into today, and um, he, he seemed to feel good. So hopefully he can um, he can run on nicely today and, and be in for a good preparation. And what else have you got out there today, Jai? As we said, a full book of cards, a full book of cards, a full book of rides. <laughs> I apologise. Who's your? Who just has your best ride today? Uh, a fair to remember was a, a great eye catcher at uh, Flemington last time. So really looking forward to that ride. Also, um, California Solto. She worked good on uh, Tuesday morning and can't go past Mr. Moneybags. Either he's been a model of a model of consistency. A little feeling this morning. I reckon uh, Vasilega. He's up against Widgey. Yeah, yeah, no, again, Vasilator might be... Uh, He's got John McNeil on board. ...and Joy past the post first up. Joy, this sort of starting to bring the carnival to an end, Sandown today, Ballarat next week. What's on your agenda? And do you take a bit of a spell or you just keep going as per usual? Um, I haven't really uh, organised anything to, you know, sort of have a break or anything. I'm going to keep going at this stage and... Um, Get, get through Ballarat and after that I might see how the, the schedule looks and if something seems a bit quiet I might might take the opportunity to freshen up but um, at this stage just pushing on. How does a jockey freshen up? What do you do? Bit of sun, a few cocktails. Correct. Okay. Sit so by you're, the pool. you're a barley sort of... Yeah, where's the place of choice? Yeah. Last time I went to Hawaii. So oh, my ties at midnight, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Hey, if you don't hey. mind. <laughs> A little bit of Hawaii 5 <laughs> Joy, we wish you well out there today. It's a big, uh, big day of racing at Sandown. We, we showcase, and you've already mentioned it, uh, it's a wonderful surface out there, a wonderful track that uh, gives every horse a chance, and we know that you'll give all your booker rides a great chance today. Awesome. Thanks very much, guys. All the best, Jump and Joy. Well, Joy McNeil joining us there on uh, The Odds Couple. Or, 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 was it, or was it David Taggart joining us there? Yeah, on, you, on the you asked Joy a question, and Tags just... You know, takes over and asks him another question. You don't even get the answer to the question you asked him. Yeah, well, I'm saving time. Like yeah, Ventura Storm, yeah, like, why would you even go down that path, yeah. Ventura Storm? I can't stand the horse. Yeah, well, exactly. Then why go down that path? That's why I try to change subject and, and go on to Lavendi, who is an actual AJC Derby winner, and you want to bring up Ventura Storm. We'll take a break and be back <laughs> with uh, all the betting moves in all the races out at Sandown and uh, David Taggart. Uh, who's getting a touch ahead of himself. Actually, as I hear his chopper starting to warm up uh, for the end of the show to take him home uh, down to Portsea and then he'll be back to Sandown this afternoon. We'll take a little break and come back for the quaddy as well. On SEM, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. 
16 minutes to 9 o'clock, uh, the big time in the morning when uh, I don't know how your carnival's going. Mine's you know, only been just, but I listen, you know, it's like a, a gospel from Paddy this morning. And all those betting moves in the first few races and then tags is quaddy. It's all coming up now. There's a, there's a few couple. nice ones last week. Rakovic. Could have got $10 Yeah, Rakovic, yeah. If you listen. Tipped that in the morning, did you? Yep. It was your best? No, no, not, not as the best. I'm, oh, okay. I'm a tail puller when it comes to the best. We know that. I'm well, five weeks between runs. Well, let's start pulling people's tails yeah, bef- and before have we a look get at betting any, moves. And any sports bet specials on before we get going? Sandown and Newcastle for Hunter Day tags. Races yeah, one to four, second and third, $50 oh, back in bonus oh, bets oh, oh, oh. into your pockets. Now let you get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. Thank you, David. Um, race one at Sandown Hillside, 1,000 metres, the listed two-year-old dash. Now, Tags, I thought this was in the omen bet of the century. It was originally number six, Tagaloa, which was the best backed, but since uh, 7.30 this morning has since been scratched. Yeah. So having a quick look in the book, the punter's actually going for a little bit of value. Number nine, Dubai Star, $19 into 16s, has actually been the best backed. So they want to have a throw at the stumps uh, at the Gay Bot Trained Horse, uh, $320,000 purchase. Mm. So that's number nine, Dubai Star, at $16.00. The next best is number eight, Divine Caprice, at $20. So a real value swing to start the day at Sandy, and it could get you off to a nice cracking start, David. Yeah, and, and what was it, tagger? Anything we tag in it, don't we just put a line through. Okay. Uh, they ain't much hence, good. Hence it got scratched, so uh, a nice blessing in disguise. Race One, two. six, 12, and 16 out of the first. Yes. Race two, 3,200 metres. thing I'm adding. Yeah, for the scratching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, on the scratchings, man. Thank you, Scoob. The listed Sandown Cup, the Melbourne Cup, Repper Charge. Uh, first cap off the rank with our punters is number four, Azuro, in from $4 into $3.60. Punters liked what they saw in the Hotham Handicap when he ran third, and that form's held up pretty well. Drifting favourite is number one, Sound, $2.60 out to about $3.10. Should we? Um, and is on the back up after running 12th in the Melbourne Cup. Number four, Azuro, is the best at $3.60. That horse I mentioned before, number one, Sound, is second best supported. On a, on a back up. All clear. Race two, all clear. What, well, 10 day back up? It's on the drift, drifting like a barge. I wouldn't say backing out. Oh, it's race, racing again, Tess. Just let me okay. go on with it. Race three, four hundred metres. Race three, Paddy. Listed level for the Don't three-year-old girls. Paddy. Number no, three, Sophia's Choices Firm from seven dollars fifty into six dollars fifty. Mm. Sports bet best back for race three, holding thirty percent of all wages. Just a filly ran an impressive second to Banco Scoob. He had a nice mm. tip there on Stakes Day. That's number three, Sophia's Choice. Number two, Keelong has her supporters too, but can she last the fourteen hundred metres? Fell in a bit of a hole on Cup Day. She's two dollars seventy. Number five is out of that race. Tubby two tracks. It's a good name. Tubby Two Tracks. Tubby. Named after me. Oh, Tubby Two. Race four, 1,500 metres. The group three, Sandown Stakes. Despite drifting number one, Widgie Turf, $2.70, is the best back to holding 50% of all bets. The Paddy Payne trained back marker got pipped by Iconoclasm at the Valley on Manicata night, but we'll be better for it here. That's number one, Widgie mm. Turf, $2.70. Number two, Goldfields, next best support in the race. That's seven bucks. What? Yeah. What about William Thomas? No. Nah. It's on the drift. Widgie Turf. And gold. Widgie or win. Widgie. You're up to wins. no good here, Widgie or win. I'm up to plenty of good. And I'm telling no you, Widgie, Widgie Turf, yeah, that's a sort of put in take out job as we head to race five. Number three's out there. Number three is scratching. It is. From race four. Plenty of Manolo. Why, why, why do you reckon so many scratchings though? Just. Oh, there's not that many. Well, one horse come out of that race. I think Courtney and Patterson Ford, a Holden have bought 
all the uh, scratchings in. That's who we do them for <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> Race five, thousand meter dash. Said Ford, wasn't it? The listed Dalton <laughs> oh, Stakes. No. <laughs> Hold it together, David. Hold it together, Tags. The sports bet punters. I think Scoop Five Pad. I did. <laughs> the sports bet punters filled their boots. With the $5 available for number two, Crystal Dreamer, so much so, the horse is into $4.40. 60% of all wagered buckos. For the seven-year-old, who was a late scratching recently, almost a month between runs, but likes it fresh. That's number two, Crystal Dreamer, really feeling yeah. hard. The punters are yeah. really, really keen to get around it. Yeah, the next I'm around best, it. The next best is number one, Fartna, at seven. Uh, who's? Fartna. Oh. Okay, uh, no, number no. five out of there, Ash Law. Are you, are you, a, doy, are you a doyen of pronunciation tags, is it? Please, I butcher the English language, you know that. Language. Uh, race six, wait for our group three, Kevin Eppin oh. and Stakes, over 1,300 metres. Now, good this to see be, Hay Doc back. Yes, it is. This, yes. will be, this will be a good There's one. a lot returning today after injuries, mm. as we said, Lavendi and Hay Doc. Uh, put your ears one up, or two more. Put your ears up to this, boys. The punters don't want to go near the favourite to buy at $2.80. Instead, oh, oh, he just wins, doesn't it, they are keen to play about the $8.50 for number one, Hey Doc. There you have it. Wow. Who hasn't had a run in 14 months but impressed at the trial track. That's number one, Hey Doc. They're also having a little nibble at number six, Ring-a-ding-ding at $9, oh, oh. who is into his fifth trainer as, they, uh, as he heads to the Freedman Yard. Uh, number yeah. eight is the scratching there. Number eight is your scratching. Yeah, as we head to race seven, 1,600 metres. The group First leg of the quaddy. First leg of the quaddy, The group yeah. two, Sandown Guineas. Now, number four, Heart of Poussants is the punter's pick for the Guineas with this three with 30% of all bets. So, Poussants de Lune is starting to produce some magic um, when it comes to breeding, and this unbeated three-year-old colt looks an exciting type. That's mm. number four, Heart of Poussants, $4.80. Number one, Banco is next best after impressive stakes day win. Scoob and tags, what's the quaddy numbers? Yeah, I'm not convinced about Heart of Poussants at the moment. He did. I know he did everything wrong at the Valley and still won. Uh, he, he might be untapped, but I still like to... He still goes into the quaddy, but I still like to have a look look at him. We have a 10-length last start winner here, so it can't be underestimating in number nine, Defend. And uh, number two, Conqueror, I think's over the odds. It was only three and a half lengths off Scoob's horse last start in Dallasan. And uh, what would Dallasan do to this field? So uh, the numbers here are one, two, four, nine and ten. Lovely. One, two, four, nine and ten in the first leg of the quaddy, which is race seven at Sandown. Let's go to race eight, Paddy. Race eight, the big one, 2,500 metres. The group two, Key Clean, Key Clean, Zipping Classic. Number five, Southern France got gobbled up uh, straight away and has been and has held, mm-hmm. uh, and has about twenty five percent of the hold in this one. Battered to a nineteenth finish in the cup, but we'll be keen for a bit more speed in this one now, boys. History says to follow those out of the Melbourne Cup yep. in the Zipping Classic, and this Ma Eustace entire is the only horse out of the Melbourne Cup. So if you follow history, number five, Southern France at three dollars sixty is your bet. In the big one there at Sandown, number three, Gaelic Chieftain is next best at eight fifty with the sports bet. Yeah, only, only got beat in six and a half lengths the five uh, in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, I haven't seen a worse zipping classic, a worse zipping classic than this. Not sure why Humidor is short. He can't say, stay. Um, you never mentioned him. What price is Humidor? Humidor is currently four bucks. Mm, yeah, a bit short for Wouldn't go near it with a stick. Correct. Um, number four, Patrick Aaron, went too bad last start and deserves another chance at a price as his form uh, before that in Sydney was very sound uh, for a race like this, uh, while the train door. So the numbers here are four, five, eight and ten. It's gone nine, naught, naught, six, six, naught. Yeah, You're but they're all in group. They're all in group. Run, they're all in group one races, and he was only beaten four, or five lengths, and all that. That scoop. Okay. Let me do the form. All okay, right. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Shouldn't have put my nose in. What, what are your numbers in the second leg of the quaddy? 
We just said it. Yeah, well, can you Four, give them again? I was, or I was being argumentative. Yeah, critiquing my tips. Four, five, eight, and ten. Patrick Herod. Four, five, eight, and ten. Yeah. Four, five, eight, and ten. And tags. Well, you is, underestimated Waller Horse, do you? Um, it's one tags as Quaddy uh, is brought to you by First Option Bank, the most progressive member-owned bank in Australia. Ooh. Special SEN loan offer now available. Nice to see they've dipped their toe uh, back into sponsorship. But the Quaddy is we had to race nine, fifteen hundred metres of Group Three Summon Stakes. This one is incredibly open, fellas. And who was favourite before they got scratch tags? Was, uh, oh, the most expensive uh, horse of the our spring. Girl, our girl for Fidelia. That's not best backed. Number 11, Vanuatu. Yes. Holds that mantle. Closed home for a, for a nice third at the Valley. And you can currently, you could get $5.50 yesterday, but now it's into $3.80, so they are cranking it. And Noir is number one. What number one, that? $7, $9 into seven. Yeah, I think she's over the odds there. Like, if you should like, be, should be the next best backed. Mate, yeah, if you like if you like Fidelia, you got to throw her. She beat Fidelia around by uh, three and a half lengths last start. It's hard to like Fidelia. She's home on the straw. Yeah, having an RDO. Anyway, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so the numbers here, because of the, I've had to change things up, so Fidelia's out. I threw Platinum Angel in, of course. I think uh, more suitable weight. She lumped the 59 the other day, back down on 55. So the numbers here are 1, 3, 5 and 11. If Fidelia's out, wouldn't you just take Fidelia out and get more of a percentage? Why are you I, threw, I, I tossed up. I went to put Platinum Angel in as well, and then it was going to cost too much, so I had to leave one horse out. And then, well, plat, so now I've just swapped them, haven't I? So if I talk to you about a horse, you jump down my throat, and Big Paddy, you give him actually I was going to give him a whack. Yeah, I was going to give him a whack. Explanation. Day. With yeah. no whack. I yeah, cop a whack. Yeah, well, I've got to put up with you. I've made it. This is our 17th meeting today. It's been a long three we're months with you. Of each other. Yeah. Oh, we're, in yeah. the final, we're in the final field. Even go. though we're going to chase us tonight. Race 10 oh, no. afterwards. <laughs> Race 10, 1,800 <laughs> metres, the Group 3 Eclipse Stakes. Plenty of group races to actually, gents, I noticed that. Now, number four, setting sail, very solid in the book, 40% of all bets for the Godolphin, Appleby and Doyle-ridden uh, combo. First up in Australia, but looks to have a class edge on these ones. That's number four, setting sail. You can currently get $2.15, $2.13 to $2.15. Oh. Number 12, Zooey's Comet has come in from $81 and could be your spring blast out. Nah. No, won't, won't cost just, me I'll just boy. leave that there. Mate, the, could it's all be a spring blast. It's all about the B-52s, mate. It's about set sail. So setting sail. And both number one and three, Packard Daly and Plain Seal, they're going along and night. They're going along nice. I know they're probably uh, beyond their, their best, but uh, you've got to throw them in just in case setting sail is over the odds, uh, is under the odds, and he's a spring course. So the numbers here are one, three, and four. One, three, four in the last league. We're going to take a break on the odds couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. We'll be back with uh, a recap of those numbers and best around the country for you right after this. On SEN, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. David Taggart's quality numbers uh, for the odds couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. It'll be up on all our social media. One, two, four, nine. 10, 4, 5, 8, 10, 1, 3, 5, 11, 1, 3, 4. David, take it your best around the country. Uh, $240 that cost for a unit and my best. We're going to Sunny Coast, race 2, number 7, Dawson Diva. But go Widgie Turf, the favourite. What's that mean? Thanks, Tags. Oh, yeah, sorry, I took you. Took the words right out of my mouth. Widgie Turf, $2.40 in the Sandown Stakes race. Yeah, but he's just a. I I like the horse. He's, yeah. Well, it's my best, so. Yeah, he's not my best. Dawson Diva's my best. I will be credited. Yes, correct. So yours is. Widgie Turf. What race? What number? Race four, number one, Sandown Stakes today. Race four, number one. I'm race seven, number four, Heart of Poissons. And I'll tell you another thing. Poissons to Learn will be one of the oh. top five stands in the Southern Hemisphere <laughs> within the next two years. That's what it'll be. 
Oh. You're getting a little cashy for that. We'll be out at uh, Sandown from midday. Look forward to you. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Company off the bench coming up next with Hutchie and Pickers.